1: Welcome
0: into the, the First Pick Podcast National Fantasy Frenzy Week 11 It's almost over, Kev. It's
1: almost over, man. Two
0: more three more weeks of regular season fantasy football and then it's playoff time. Fantasy Frenzy Week 11 First Pick Podcast. I'm your boy Vinny Goombats. I'm here with Big Kev, aka the biggest boss. We're trying to get you guys ready for that playoff push. We're trying to help you play spoiler if you're out. We're trying to help you with your waiver acquisitions, last-minute trade moves, whatever you want to call it. This is all about fantasy foosball.
1: Absolutely. And what are you looking like right now? What's your fantasy life looking like across your leagues? What do you have, three, four?
0: Four. I got four. I am dead as a doornail in one. I am in first in the big boy league and I am dead even in the other two sitting at five and five. However, in one of them, I am in the last spot for the playoffs. So if it ended today, I would be in. And then in our listener league, I need, I need a miracle. I need a miracle to go down there. We will get to that. I will ask you the same question. But let's get to the spiel, and then uh, then you could tell me how you're looking in your leagues. Okay. I'm your boy Vinny Goombots. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram at v i n n y g o o m b o t s. And if you want to follow the First Pick Podcast and all the social media accounts, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at the First Pick Pod. Please check us out. We're doing all kinds of uh, great stuff on there: funny memes, fantasy advice, betting advice, all kinds of great stuff. And uh, we will be having our first first pick fantasy contest for this week you want to stay tuned for that kev introduce yourself tell them where they can find you, tell them where they can listen and then uh, let's hear about your fantasy season thus far
1: at biggest boss 76 on twitter and instagram you can listen to us on soundcloud spotify Podcast addict, Apple iTunes and Google Music. Please rate, review and share. I know a lot of you have. There's a lot of you who uh, are friends that are listening and actually sharing. I see it out there. Uh, Rich, Ian, uh, my in-laws, everybody. I-, I appreciate those of you who listen and really come through and help us out online. A lot of you've been participating on Instagram. We appreciate all the conversation because if people see you guys talking with us and our friends talking with us, maybe people who don't know us, which is uh, uh, which is which will help us grow, would be a great thing. So thanks. And I'm doing all right. I'm how many, doing... many leagues you got? Four or five? Five. 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 I thought I was dead in my family league, but that's not the case. Okay. I'm making a comeback. I'm on a three-game win streak, and we're going to see what happens in my family league. But that one, has I need a lot of help. So I, w- I won't say that. The rest of my leagues, though, um, I am hanging on by a thread in the big boy league. I'm four and six. I have lost five games in a row like five in a row. I started off four and one and then just dookie city after that. Some close ones, some blowouts. Most of them know that uh, most of my losses in between now and then there was only one that I will regret. If I don't make the playoffs this year that I should win, that could have gave me a chance to get in. Cause my points are pretty good. I'm not, uh, my team's not terrible. I've just had some bad luck and, and played some really good teams and been smoked and I'm making, I made some big trades in the other. I'm eight and two and one, five and five in the other. So, there's a lot of good things. I have hope everywhere. I'm not dead yet anywhere, so I'm looking forward to this weekend. It's a big weekend for me and a lot of my leagues. I can't wait to watch.
0: Yeah, um, like I said, I got so I got a, a eight and two. Is that right? No, seven and two. Not eight, seven and two, seven and two, Nine. eight and
1: two. You just beat eight. me. Eight and two. Uh, so eight and two. Eight and two. Um, and and
0: I want to talk about that. You know what? I want people to understand that this is what happened between Kevin and I. Going into our fantasy football matchup this week. I went into Monday night football, down three, and Kev gave me the silent treatment. Didn't hear from this guy at all. No, I did not (laughs) Monday night. Didn't get one text message from this guy. Nothing. What? I was down three points the whole first half. I had to sweat it out.
1: no, ladies and gentlemen, don't listen! Don't denial. listen to this chuckle. He gave head. me the
0: silent treatment.
1: No way! <laughs> I just there was it was silent treatment because I knew I had no chance. I came in down three ladies and gentlemen he had Chris Carson I don't care who Chris Chris Carson been going up against the Monstars my man was getting three points in Monday Night Football the only chance I had was him getting hurt in the first few plays or getting hurt in the first half before he had a chance to get there so I had no hope I was not avoiding him I take my spankings when they come and it wasn't like I just no, I, have De- I have Todd I Gurley the- and David Johnson man they just they, they uh, 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 two years ago I, I would have I won by a landslide yeah. but it ain't two years ago it was 2019 so they really let me down in this game everybody else on my team played really well but life goes on life goes on so now I'm four and six he's eight and two. a big dog in a big league and we see what, what happens this weekend
0: yeah I had a I had another Monday night miracle in my other league the one that I, I turned out to be five and five and uh was four and five uh and went into that game up like three and a half points with Emmanuel Sanders going against the guy that had Tyler Lockett And um, for everyone listening out there, I lost Emmanuel Sanders in the second quarter. I was only up at that point by like five. And I was like, well, there goes this game. I'm done. I had no chance. The guy that owns Tyler Lockett decided to text me and begin to start talking junk. For all the Tyler Lockett owners out there, that dude mushed Tyler Lockett. That is why Tyler Lockett got hurt. Because that dude started talking junk to me.
1: Don't listen to his superstitious hey, crap. That's what happened. If he,
0: maybe if he kept his mouth shut, Tyler Lockett would have kept playing and he would have beat me. Yeah, that That's why I matters. don't do that. <laughs> it does. The, the, the world of the juju is out there. Okay. The bad juju. But let's get to um, some waiver Wire ads for this week. Uh, apologies to the listeners. We're a little late. But that doesn't mean that everybody's on top of it like that and these guys still aren't available out there for you. Um First, at the quarterback position. I'm looking at a 12-team league. This is my 12-team league, so that's kind of the standard for people out there. Uh, I'm seeing quarterback Jacoby Brissett, Jimmy G. Those are the two guys that I'm looking to add if they're on my waiver wire. Uh, I know Jimmy hasn't had a great game, um, come, not coming off a great game, but he is capable. Just a little worried about his uh, the wide receiver situation. Back in action. Um He's the 18th-rated quarterback after missing, you could say, a game and a half really because he rarely played in that game that he did get hurt. He left that game with only like two points. Um, But in every game this year, he's thrown multiple touchdowns. Uh, He only had one game against Kansas City, which they wound up winning that game anyway where he had one interception and no touchdowns. But uh, 18 points, 20 points, 24, 28, 10, 33 uh, seven that was a his pooper of the of the year and then the game he got hurt with two. Uh, Jacoby Brissett is uh definitely an ad if he's on your waiver wire who do you got for quarterback pickup Kev
1: um I have the same guys I'm not going to be I'm not going to reiterate them the only other guy that you didn't say that's here that has a, a solid matchup is Kyle Allen he's picking on Atlanta who is 29th against the quarterback in the league so and he's on you know he's only owned in about 19 percent of the league. so he's a guy that you can stream this week and um think that you might have some decent success and that's about it man we can keep going
0: yeah um Going to the running back position, I'm seeing Kalen Bellage on my waiver wire here. I think he's a guy that you could stash on the bench. It's not a great team, but he is the guy. He's the guy for the next three games while Mark Walton is suspended. And if it's even deeper than that, you can go to his backup, which is Miles Gaskin or Patrick Laird. I don't know about him so much, but I never heard of the dude. He's a guy I would add for, you know, long term, maybe deeper. If you're
1: looking, you got to be in like an 18 team league, no? Like even in a 16 team league, I don't even think that Leard is, is picked up. No, on I'm talking about Belash. My bad. Oh, no. oh, oh, oh Lillard, okay. Yeah, no, okay, he's okay. not
0: rosterable at all. I'm just saying if something were to happen to Belash, but I, I would add Belash on my roster. Uh, I agree. I have yeah. him on. I have him on one. And then the, the guy that I'm I'm surprised that he's on this thing. I might even snag him, but again, I only have a five man bench in this league, so it's the hard, and it's understandable why there are more players on the waiver but J.D. McKissick J.D. McKissick for the Detroit Lions he looks like he's going to be the starting back we don't know what's up with Ty Johnson yet if he's going to play he's in concussion protocol Uh, last week 10 rushing attempts for 36 yards and six receptions for 19 with 11 fantasy points the week prior to that he had three uh, receiving three receptions 40 yards one touchdown Four rushing attempts for 32 yards, 16 fantasy points. I like J.D. McKissick. I think you could even start him, especially if there's no Ty Johnson this week. Who do you got for running back ads? There's
1: not many here. Raheem Mostert is the only one and you brought him up just in case. I brought te-
0: him up in a, in a different episode. In, in a different so-
1: episode, so I'll bring him up again in case Tevin Coleman does not play. Matt Breed is always hurt and they're both questionable for their team right now, so that's the guy I look into. Rex Burkhead is always good for a few touches. In the Patriots game, that's why Vince, well, he hates them, period. But then, then they have a carousel on the backfield. He doesn't like that, but he has projected seven points. It's on the Philadelphia Eagles, who, uh, well, the Eagles are eighth against the running back, but they're not that great in pass defense, so you might, and that's where Rex Burkhead seems to be very good for the Patriots when he is, but other than that, though, man, everybody else here is a handcuff. You have Giovanni Bernard, Jeff Wilson Jr. There's nobody here other than than those uh, top two guys that have any kind of streaming value as of this Sunday on this list.
0: Yeah, the, the main waiver ad at this point, he's probably gone. He's already gobbled up. We're doing this on Thursday Thursday, uh, uh, you know, we listen. We try to get this out to you as early as we can, but sometimes life gets in the way. If you want us to get it out to you early, help us out. Let it, <laughs> let this let this be our job, so we could do it for you guys and have it out for you every Tuesday. Yes, However, sir. sometimes we can't. The guy that is the probably the number one waiver pickup this week is Brian Hill, running back of the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, there's a ninety percent, ninety eight percent chance that somebody gobbled him up already in your league. I think, depending on your situation, he is a start. This week, right away, uh, I just actually traded for him in our big boy league, and he will be started on my team. Um, I traded away Miles Sanders and got back Sammy Watkins and uh, Brian Hill in the trade. And I like the matchup uh, better with Miles. I did like Miles Sanders for the long term, but I like the matchup better with Brian Hill uh, for this week. And I really want to get these wins so I could try to lock up that first round buy in that league. So, Brian Hill must add, I'm going to go to the wide receiver position, Kev, and I'm looking a little deeper here. Uh, He's definitely available in a lot of leagues. He's only rostered in 5.8% of ESPN fantasy leagues, and that's Taylor Gabriel of the Chicago Bears. I know. I can't stand Mitch Bum. I can't stand the quarterback. But when Mitch plays and Gabriel is healthy, he gets some catches. The last four, excuse me, last three games. Four receptions, three receptions, four receptions, all with Mitch Bum in there as the quarterback. Four for 53, three for 69, and then last week, four for 39 in the touchdown. 13, fa- 13 fantasy points. Um, way back week three, he had six receptions, 75 yards, three touchdowns. I think that the LA Rams will smother Allen Robinson this week. Jalen Ramsey is going to be all over him. And Taylor Gabriel might have a shot to get some looks there. If you're looking for a spot start, I think Taylor Gabriel might be the guy. If not, he's a guy you could stash on your bench because I think he does hold some upside I might even be looking into grabbing him in a few leagues myself. What do you got, Kev?
1: I see Cole Beasley versus the Miami Dolphins. I have him on one of my teams, but also in the league that I'm looking at, I have too many good receivers to pick him up, even for a matchup start that he would be here. He's a great matchup start in the league that I'm looking at this point in time. And then all the way at the bottom, depending on who you are, and and if your team can withstand this, there's a guy on the bye who I think you need to have on your team called Darius Slayton. He's at the bottom. He's on a bye week, but I am about to pick him up right now as we are doing this to see if I can add We where I can add him, his schedule looks very good especially in the conference championship game and also in the championship game I think he's taking on he takes on Washington and he takes on Miami in those last two games of the season which might help you win your league if you really need to he's on the bye so if you, you if you can withstand it I would pick him up we don't know what's going to happen with Evan Ingram whether he's going to come back he has a very troublesome injury so he's another guy on my list but I as of right now the number one ad right now that can play for you this week is Cole Beasley versus the Miami Dolphins with no Xavier Howard
0: moving to the tight end spot it's slim ah this is rough I'm gonna go with Dallas Goddard I don't think he's a guy you can start this week however but if there's going to be not not with them down receivers well that well this is what I was gonna say contingent on Alshon Jeffrey not playing if Alshon does not play they are going to have to throw to somebody granted they are playing the number one defense in the New England Patriots Dallas Goddard does get receptions I mean, from week six on, five receptions, four receptions, three receptions, four receptions, and two of those games he has touchdowns. If he gets you those four receptions with a touchdown, you'll get double-digit points. He has not broken into the 20s at all this season. His best game was four for 69 and a touchdown for for 13 fantasy points. But I think he's a decent start, especially with the tight ends being so thin. Other than that, you might want to look at Luke Stocker. I don't know. We don't know what's going to happen there. Is that was that just an Austin Hooper thing, or is that just a tight end thing? If you have a good tight end, and maybe you have a Travis Kelsey that hasn't had his buy yet. Um, I can't think of a, a Hunter Henry that hasn't had his buy yet. Maybe a stash stalker. See what he does this week, and maybe you could plug him in next week for your bye week filler. That's all I got for tight end.
1: Um, I really don't have much of anything, and even and quite honestly, with Stephon Gilmore out there, I like Goddard as the number one guy because even if even if Alshon does come back, he's going to have Gilmore with him a lot of the day. And Gilmore is arguably the best cornerback in the league. He plays great technique. He's athletic. He does everything right. So I I don't know. I, I do like Dallas Goddard a whole lot. And just based on what you just said on Stocker, just so you know, he. Was on limited practice and he has a knee injury. So we'll see. But the fact that he's limited lets you know that he's most likely going to be able to tough that game out. But I, I'm with you. And actually, I see Eric Ebron. So if you're really stuck and you need, I, I, I would, I would fit, do that. Yeah, I, I'd be I'd be online, okay. yeah, I'd be okay with having Evan Ebron, uh, Eric Ebron, who's number one on my list right now as far as tight ends. And then just a reminder that Ross Dwelly, just in case if you really need yourself a tight end, they still do like the tight end. I Ross think Dwelly
0: of the San Francisco 49 uh,
1: Yes, because George Kittle's hurt. Uh, yeah, George, George Kittle's hurt. So he'll be a nice step in.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know, listeners, we want you to know, Kevin's looking at one of his leagues, I'm looking at one of mine. Two different leagues that we're not in together, so you're getting the kind of uh, a good indication of different leagues and who's available on the waiver wires. Again, we're, we're apologizing that it's a little late, but we're getting it to you either way, and I still think we broke it down pretty well there. Kev, you got anything else with waiver ads, uh, and then we'll take a quick break and get back with some with it or against it. I'm good to go. We'll be right
1: back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our weekly segment of with it or against it. It is our version of starter or sit them. So if we are with it, we think you should start these guys this week. And if we're against it, we think you should sit them because they're not going to have a successful Sunday in the opinion of Avani Goombots and @biggestboss76 on Twitter and Instagram. First up, Michael Gallup taking on the Detroit Lions. I am against the Detroit Lions for the rest of the year. If you have any players, any players, especially receivers, that are going to go up against this Lions defense, if I were you, I would take them, and I'm taking Gallup because at least I know that Cooper is probably going to have Darius Slay on him, who is a viable cornerback, who's very good, and I think it's going to be another week where you're going to get a touchdown and at least 60 to 70 yards from Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup, I'm with it. I'm going
0: to the Oakland Raiders, and I'm taking Derek Carr. Derek Carr going up against the 31st rated defense against the quarterback. Kev, there's only one team in the league worse against the quarterback. Derek Carr is going to tear apart the Cincinnati Bungles. Only four interceptions this year for Derek Carr and hasn't had one since week seven. Derek Carr, I'm with
1: it. Next up. Calvin Ridley taking on the Carolina Panthers in this game. Atlanta, they're down Austin Hooper. They're down Devontae Freeman. I see this as anything else, even, and I know Carolina is ranked 11th against the receiver. As far as I can see here. But I think volume is going to be enough. They're going to have to throw the ball. I do think Brian Hill is going to play well. But just based on volume and them being down so many good players on their squad. I think Calvin Ridley comes in. I think he has a touchdown this week. And actually Carolina's 24th against the receiver. I take that back. But they're 11th overall in the pass as far as yards per game. But in this game, Calvin Ridley, I'm with it. I'm going to Monday Night
0: Football. Damian Williams. Damian Williams of the Kansas City Chiefs, um, listen, I know if you drafted this guy, you're not happy with it, but he's coming back in the form, uh, it, it, running backs start to get a lot better when it gets colder, got to run the ball more, Kansas City's been struggling lately as a team, they got to start to control the clock, I think Darren, what, excuse me, Damian Williams is going to be the guy, not to get confused with Darren Williams, there's just two of them there, Damian Williams, last three games, two touchdowns. Last two games, 125 yards on the ground, 77 yards on the ground, 33 fantasy points combined. They sat LaShawn McCoy down last week because they know they got something special with this guy. They're going to start getting him included. Back into the offense, Damian Williams going up against the 27th rated defense against the running back in the Los Angeles Chargers. Damian Williams, I'm
1: with it. Jared Cook. Taking on the Tampa Bay Bucks, who are 31st against the tight end. Jared Cook is gonna have a really good week. I think he's a second t- he's the second receiver on the team. Between him, obviously Michael Thomas is number one receiver. It would be between Alvin Kamara and Jarrett Cook moving forward. He seems to be healthy. Drew Brees is back. He used him last week. He had 13 points last week. Six catches for 74 yards. I have a hard time seeing this Tampa Bay team stopping Jared Cook and they might just focus on Michael Thomas I think they kind of all go off on on this day Jared Cook I'm with it Kev I'm sticking to the tight end position too and I'm going with Gerald Everett
0: of the Los Angeles Rams no Brandon Cooks Cooper Cook was ineffective last week Robert Woods didn't have a catch for the fourth quarter who was getting all the catches it was Gerald Everett Gerald Everett, double digits in three of the last six games. He's the number 11 ranked tight end right now, which is hard to find in that small landscape of tight ends. They're going up against the Bears. They can't stop anybody, and they are the 29th rated defense against the tight end. Their offense isn't performing well right now, but I think you could rely on Gerald Everett here. Gerald Everett, I'm with it.
1: Stephon Diggs taking on the Denver Broncos versus Chris Harris. It's going to be a tough day. No matter what. Even if Thielen was there, Stephon Diggs would have a tough day. But I don't think Thielen's going to be there. I don't know if he's going to be playing this weekend. Uh, Kirk Cousins has been great. He is playing at 1 o'clock, which is something that fits for him. But if Stephon Diggs is the only receiver out there catching balls, you have have Kyle Rudolph and you have Irv Smith and they have a few other players out there, but it's not enough to help out Stephon Diggs. I think he's going to have a tough day. Stephon Diggs, I'm against it. I'm going with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers ronald jones
0: ronald jones have been performing well lately we saw that bruce arian said that this was the guy he was going to go with and what did ronald jones do kev he fumbled when it meant the most to the team sure they were able to get away with a win because kyler murray threw an interception at the end of the game when they were throwing a ball they weren't supposed to be cliff kingsbury But we're going to stick to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going up against the fifth-rated defense against the running back. New Orleans Saints coming off a loss. They're not going to let the Bucs beat them. They're going to stuff Ronald Jones. They're going to wind up making him fumble again. Ronald Jones, I'm against it.
1: Next up, Carson Wentz taking on the New England Patriots. I am an owner of Carson Wentz, and the New England Patriots are first against the quarterback. I think that's something that we all understand right now. I do think he might reach his actual uh, recommendation for the day with his 16 points, but overall, I don't think he has any day that's helpful to you guys. If you have another option, I would stay away from Carson Wentz this weekend. Carson Wentz, I'm against it. Same game, same team, going with
0: the guy he would be throwing to, Alshon Jeffrey. Alshon Jeffrey taking on the New England Patriots, number one against the wide receiver. Not only is Alshon banged up, there's not another threat on this team besides Zach Ertz. Those guys are going to shut down Ertz. They're going to shut down Alshon if he even plays. This is going to be a situation that only if he plays. If he plays, I don't think you start him. Alshon Jeffrey. I'm against it.
1: Next up, Alvin Kamara taking on the number two defense versus averse the running back, taking on Tampa Bay Buccaneers this weekend. The Bucs have shut down some huge, huge names. You have McCaffrey, and there's a handful of others they've gone up against, and they have continued to show that they are really good. Todd Bowles has these boys playing, at least in the run game, and he has very, very good linebackers. That is why they have the ability to stop the ball that the way that they do with some of the best running backs in the league. Alva Kamara taking on this team. I don't like it that much. He can catch the ball, but I still don't think he has a 30-point Alvin Kamara, day because of how good this defense is. Alvin Kamara, I'm against it.
0: Darren Fells. Darren Fells, tight end for the Houston Texans, taking on the Baltimore Ravens. They are number eight against the tight end, Kev. Top 10. They're going to shut this guy down. They're going to shut down DeAndre Hopkins. They're going to let everybody else beat him, and they ain't going to be able to beat him. But your only concern is Darren Fells. Darren Fells going up against this resurged Baltimore Ravens defense. Darren Fells, I'm against it. Well,
1: that wraps up our Witted or Against the Segment. We'll be back with a little Listener League talk and maybe some fantasy insights for your playoff runs. Be back in a minute.
0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the First Pick Podcast, Fantasy Frenzy, Week 11. I'm your boy Vinny Goombats. I'm here with my co-host, my friend, Big Kev, the biggest boss. Right now, we're going to get into a little uh, little Listener League conversation for our um, podcast we have a league that we have a bunch of people that listen and we're also going to get into some tips and tricks for your fantasy season at this point kev most leagues are coming up on the trade deadline or have already passed it i'm in only one league that has the trade deadline passed which is our listener league i don't know i there, there's so many leagues that, that we're doing <laughs> i don't know when all the trade deadlines are you have to look i'm in another one that goes further um First things first, to talk about the trade deadline thing, I think that that is only a uh, relevance to... If you're in a league where there's collusion I haven't been in one in a long time It's been a while I had
1: one And I actually regret not changing my date Uh, Like four years ago When we started the Willow Glen League We had a little bit of shadiness going on Mm -hmm. And you actually ran it And then Well I'm not going to call out who the person is That was doing some of the stuff But they were trying to unload Was it the year I was running it? Well it was the year after that So it was my first year uh, It was my second year After you had left the league And I started to run it We had that issue So I said it super early like October 26th I think okay. ours was and I don't want to do that anymore because I feel like I screw our, our league is screwed and we don't have those players no more you know what yeah, I'm saying so yeah. I feel bad because people could still be making tra- I, I I would still be making trades yeah. right now if I could but um, so we, we did have a little bit of that but no longer we have a solid team I haven't had
0: uh, an issue like that in a while I think it's just with integrity you know the guys that you have in the league and stuff like that I think the only time that the trade deadline should be like super early is if you do like a keeper league where you could trade like picks you right. know what I mean because if you got a team that's like one and eight why wouldn't why wouldn't you take a player from me for me to get like a first round pick right I mean granted I I'm do
1: not, like that idea why well, my because I think Joey's thinking about turning our other league into a a, a keeper I would yeah. love to have that aspect well, it,
0: to it it would only be if you had um you know picks like first round picks for the next year and well, stuff like that because right, the right. then like if, for example if I'm like one and eight you know what I mean, and you would give me Alvin Kamara for a first-round pick. Why would I not? If I'm one and eight to get prepared for next year, take that. Right, but that would be unfair for the rest of the guys playing against you, because you're like, well, wow, you know, this guy is obviously tanking, you know, to use that term, and he's getting, you know, Alvin Kamara. That's why it would have to be something further out where your your you know your season isn't determined yet, right? Like, a, like maybe two weeks prior, where you're one and six because you could still turn things around there. Right, right. But we are you know, approaching the trade deadline or past it, for that matter, for certain leagues. So we're going to get into a little things that you can do with the waiver wire, how you can block your opponents, um, how you could pick up way ahead of time. And Kev has some good insight on what he likes to do um, with with guys on bye weeks.
1: So when you have guys on bye weeks, somebody... When you especially if it's a big like last week we had Byzilla, there was six teams on Bye Week and Over the last two weeks, I have set up a team to make a run based off of making some of these pickups. I've done two of the things that Vince just mentioned. One, I found Jarrett Cook at the bottom of the heap on his bye week. And I was like, oh, my gosh, how how is he on here? I don't know. I don't understand this. It's like going, I said to Vince earlier, it's like going into the dryer and finding $5 in your pocket or a pair of pants you watched washed. It's always a great feeling. It's like, all right, I'm going to give myself lunch tomorrow, give myself a little wrap at lunch at work. So I found him and he was at the bottom of the heap right now Darius Slayton's at the bottom of a lot of heaps right now because they feel like he's a guy he can drop but Evan Ingram is having some injury issues um him and Daniel Jones have a pretty good relationship uh he just had another week where he just went off I think that's his second or third time doing that with Daniel Jones and I don't think that is a flash in the pan I think that is a trend so he's a guy to keep in mind for the next few years I think they might get rid of Sterling Shepard because of how good he's played but keep that in mind and also one thing looking ahead at schedules right now I have two defense's on my team. I picked up Washington for this game because I think it's going to be a defensive grunge match versus the Jets this week, but I also picked up the Cleveland Browns A week last week also, the Cleveland Browns play play Miami next week. Cleveland Browns have a pretty good defense, and the Miami offense is okay. They have a guy who doesn't care and who's willing to sling it left and right, but I still think they're going to have a really, really good day versus the Miami Dolphins. So right now, I have the Cleveland Browns sitting on my bench just waiting to be played next week. I'll drop Washington, and maybe I can get Darius Slayton with them going into next week.
0: I think that's some great insight, and um, I wanted to make sure the listeners heard that because it's a great tool that you can do at this point in the season. If you can't wheel and deal anymore, you got to find other ways to get an advantage on the rest of your opponents. That's one of the things that I like to do as well. I'm glad you pointed that out there for the listeners. Um, another thing I want to talk about is blocking, blocking your opponent. And uh, what that means is kind of looking ahead to see where their bye weeks are or if they have any injuries going on. If they don't, like I'm not a guy that usually carries two quarterbacks. After this week, I'm getting rid of my backup quarterback. So I'll put myself out there for you guys to understand what I'm saying. Let's just say my starting quarterback gets hurt and you're my opponent. Um, At this point in the season, you're either fighting for a playoff spot, fighting for a first round bye, or maybe it's even in, if it's worst case, it's even in the playoffs. Um, What I would do in that situation, if I'm playing a guy that had a quarterback that got hurt, my waiver wire is designed to pick up every quarterback possible. Give this guy the worst option possible for him. That's something that uh, I do at this point in the season, looking at my opponent and seeing where they're weak and maybe picking up some guys on waiver wire to block them. Perfect example, in our big boy league, we had two players going against each other this week. One of them has Aaron Rodgers on a bye. His opponent already started to acquire quarterbacks. However, I made a trade with his opponent um, and gave him a quarterback to play this week. I gave him Jimmy Garoppolo so he could play him this week. I immediately after the trade was done received a phone call from the opponent complaining about the trade and i
1: know some of y'all listen vince does too much of helping people and i'm not he's helped me well we just talk like we we naturally do this so i'm obviously going to take the knowledge I, I don't have enough pride to not take good knowledge i am not a knucklehead so i have taken some but vince is way too damn helpful with people in some of these leagues and i know some of y'all agree with me out there <laughs>
0: and listen listen people he's a nice that, guy that's what i'm trying to do here with the podcast that's what we're trying to do we're, we're trying to make everybody better fantasy players and it's also easy to be nice when you're eight and two and you just picked up Michael Thomas in a trade hey man listen it
1: makes life a whole lot easier I try
0: Hey, listen what I'm trying I'm, of course I'm making myself better that, that's why I wouldn't be making the trades but no hey you know, I'm trying I, no I know you're not yeah. I'm, I'm trying to you know uh extend my knowledge uh to the listeners you know where can where can you get better and entail um, getting you guys better. I got to get better too because right now we're we're in the the baby stages of this podcast. So most of the listeners, we've said it before, uh, you guys are our opponents. Um, not everyone, because like for example, there are certain people that listen that I don't play. Like like uh, shout out to Omar. Omar's a listener of ours. I don't play in any leagues that Omar is in. However if I could pass on some knowledge to him, I don't care if he uses it against everybody else in that league. He
1: did it to me last week, actually. I, okay. had, to, I had to drop the Ravens, right? Mm-hmm. Because I was a little scared about Tyler Lockett and where he was going to be, so I picked up Debo Samuel, and I had a choice to make. I'm like, do I keep the Colt versus Miami, or do I take Baltimore? Baltimore wound up having 23 points. He took Baltimore, played him against me. It didn't help, though, because I put up 166 points, so it didn't matter, but it could have mattered, it was, it, it was a great move by yeah. Omar in that position, so I will say i don't know if he took it from us or he just had it but either way i just thought it was a really good move by him and i was was mad
0: (laughs) and speaking of baltimore ravens defense uh weeks maybe about three weeks ago shout out to uh steve he's one of our listeners as well i saw him stash baltimore real early i actually pointed it out in this pod it was because it lined up perfect with his bye week for the new england patriots inputs Baltimore Ravens defense against points. exactly against the Cincinnati Bengals. It was a great uh, a great ad there. And Steve, if, if, if and when you hear this, you could drop Baltimore at any time. Feel free because uh, I'll be looking <laughs> to scoop them up on the waiver wire. But um, you know, it's hard for us uh, people. It's hard for us to to give out information because again, we are playing against most of you that are listening right now. Um, hopefully, we grow to the point where that doesn't matter anymore, and we're in leagues where you know I, I'm sure for those those higher echelon people like even like Matthew Berry and all those on ESPN, the fantasy football or stuff like that. Those guys, I, I can't imagine their level of competition now because of all the stuff that they put out. But I'm only going to get better from getting you guys better. So even though Kev says I'm a nice guy, I really ain't that nice because I'm trying to win still.
1: Oh, I, so. oh, I trust me. <laughs> I, I I can read between the damn lines, brother. I see it. I see it. But, hey, you're 8-2. You're doing it right.
0: Hey, um, And so with that being said, you know, uh, I had said that, that that opponent reached out to me, and he was uh he was telling me he was going to veto the trade, and I was like, you can veto the trade because you' are gonna be the only one making the veto. It's a fair deal. It just it just happens to go against you. And he was like uh, laughing about it. You know what I mean? He he was uh, disappointed that he thought he had the move, and then I actually hit him up yesterday, and I told him somebody dropped Jacoby Brissett. I, I would rather I would rather go against Jimmy G without George Kittle and Emmanuel Sanders than Jacoby Brissett against. The Jacksonville
1: Jaguars. He doesn't have... But he doesn't have T.Y. either. I understand yeah, that. But he was getting the ball of Zach Pascal once when he was the quarterback. Hoyer didn't do as well with Zach Pascal, but we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, Doyle, Ebron. Right. Uh, Wilkins, Hines. I don't know. For me, I, d- I just think that... uh, I think I would rather go against um, Jimmy G in that situation there. Uh, but... That's something you guys could do, something you want to keep your eye on there where your opponent has uh, um, weaknesses uh, down the line. And if you could kind of get ahead of that, you know what I'm saying? Like if they, if you see that they have a, for example, Kansas City Chiefs, they haven't had their bye week yet, you know, maybe you could go and get a wide receiver a week ahead so that they can't go pick up somebody in place of Tyreek Hill or Sammy Watkins or a tight end in place of Travis Kelsey. Um Chargers. They got two running backs. Maybe you can go scoop up a running back to block that person from when they have uh, Melvin Gordon or Austin Eckler on a bye. Give them less options out there. Uh, I will, however, say this has burned me in the past. Um, if I've repeated myself, it's still a funny story. A few last year we had a guy in our league, he's no longer in the league, didn't make any acquisitions till Sunday at twelve fifty-one. Guy waited the last minute. So? Myself, two other guys in our division, we needed him to lose. We picked up every quarterback imaginable because he had Kirk Cousins on a bye and did not pick up a quarterback until Sunday. (laughs) We left the dude with Matt Barkley. He dropped 24 points, and he won his game so i would
1: be um, giving middle fingers to all of y'all uh, after yeah, that i would have <laughs> did it too like you know what i see what you guys
0: did and screw you i still won anyway and hey respect to the guy and we tried to do the best thing we could in that in that position it didn't work out so that's just something that um we wanted to give you guys a little insight on how you could play the waiver wire post um trade deadline Kev, you got anything else out there, you know, aside from just looking at matchups, trying to match up where you're at, uh, you know, in your division or in your league in general moving forward into the playoffs?
1: I say we just get to the standards, man. I don't have much else. Okay, cool. So we're going to bring up our
0: listener league, discuss a little bit of what's going on there. And while I bring up that information, Kev... What what are you doing, man? It, it, it seems you just like you just took down one of the big boys last week. You I got, did. I think you got to take a shot at your boy Ian, there, man. Shout <laughs> out, to, shout out to Ian, listener of the pod, friend of Kevin, and uh, you're a friend of me now because you support us. So thanks, right. Ian. But <laughs> but uh, Kev put the put the hands on you, put the paws on you last week.
1: I did, I did, and his team, um, his team under. Underproduced last week the game. I wound up winning 136 to 80, but Saquon Barkley was bad. Montgomery was bad. Uh, Fitzgerald had a decent day for him. Tyra Williams was bad. His team had just had a really tough day. He had Zach Ertz on the bench. He had Kyler Murray with 31 points on the bench. And our benches are pretty thin around here as far as these teams are concerned. So you have to keep that you have to keep that in mind. Cause this is a sixteen team league that we play in for the listener league. And I'm actually glad because I, I was a bit of a curmudgeon at the beginning of this. I'm like 16 ain't gonna be no players, but it just adds a different element to the game. Having a ton of fun. I'm now five and five, I'm still third in my division, uh, barely into the playoffs. There's three of us tied at five and five. Marquette is at four and six, and then there's Hartenfels and, and the Irish Huggers, Andrew, right right coming up right behind me. But I have everybody, including the two people above me. The two people above me, I'm above them by over 100 points in points, so I'm not feeling too bad about that. And I have some really good matches coming up, and I'm second with points against in my division but it looks like that top division is going to take a catastrophic fall from Robert hartenfel's big heart his dad to take a fall in our league for any of you guys what's going on in your division my wife making a comeback too
0: yeah I see that there she she, she was struggling for a while and and I believe now she's on a three-game win streak uh so am my three-game win streak I'm just trying to finish the season strong I had told uh, everyone out there that I ain't, I ain't going down without a fight I just, I clawed my way back to five hundo, um, and even though, you know, I got a tough stretch, man, that I'm in fourth in my division, but again, I, I, I've been telling people about this, this is funny, and this is all it is, is the tale of two divisions, um, in the in the, in the the big boy league, I'm in the softer division, I have, um, a, there's, a, there's a big discrepancy between me and the third place guy, third place is five and five, I'm eight and two, even if the wheels fall off, the worst I could finish is eight and five. Uh, and then in your division in the big boy league, everyone's real tight. You win two games and, and the guy above you loses two, you're right back in the race. Right. That's the, You you have that same thing going on in the listener league, whereas though you said even though you are five and five, you are only one win away from um, obtaining first place, especially if the first two guys lose. Right. I helped you guys out a little bit last week because I beat um, Walter Abrams' pick, yep. Patty. Um, he, he, he tried to bribe me. Tried oh, to bribe <laughs> me for a win just throwing it out there uh i was i was trying to do a little pete rose action it's gonna shave some points for him i'm just playing i'm just playing because i listen i would love if i could find a way to get back into the playoffs with this juggernaut division i got going on here dunny money 10 and 0 fly eagles fly eight and two big heart seven and three and i'm sitting at five and five once big heart gets to that that ninth win I am
1: done I am mathematically eliminated I hope he gets the next one though Because he's playing Kerry And Kerry's on top of me In that In that league And I, I'm feeling in pretty division, comfortable yeah. In that division I meet and, and I have a lot of points I have more points than her By uh, By uh, you may, Like 150 Whatever it is And then also Walter Abrams is taking on The 10 and 0 dunny money mm. so I have a lot of good matchups going into this game and I am taking on Terra Squad, who's three and seven but his squad ain't bad so no. it's not like he has Tom Brady Sony Michelle but he does have Breda, so he's gonna have to do something uh, he has Jones uh, Julio Jones that is Odell Beckham Olsen so he his team is not bad by any stretch it's nice that Golden Tate is on a bye week for him from well for me actually it's bad for him but um, you know we'll see but I have I have some really good uh, my team is set up pretty well if TY Hilton was Hurt, I'd be ready for it. I feel ready for a championship, even at 5 and 5. If T.Y. Hilton was healthy in this league,
0: I'm taking on my boy, uh, Team Marquette this week. Um, his team's a little, he's got some players, you know what I mean? He's got some players, got a good defense going against Cincinnati. I like that. He's got Oakland starting this week, Mark Andrews in the lineup, uh, Michael Gallup. I don't have a lot of bad matchups. He is starting, uh, Danny Amendola, which that one doesn't worry me too much there because there's other places that they could go. Uh, I need this win this is uh, every game for me is the season ender if I lose and Big Heart wins a game it is over for me uh, so I need to win and he needs to lose I
1: know that feeling
0: it, it is tough and uh, his team is very good so you are rooting for Big Heart. I am rooting for Kerry, aka Kerry on podcast. Kerry, I need you to come through and get that dub. You need it just as bad as I do. So like <laughs> I'm also I said, rooting
1: for Bum Juice to take on little <laughs> 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 Yo, Pat. His team is not bad anymore. He had a really rough start yeah. here with injuries. He, yes. his life was tough. But now he has Prescott, Kamara. I don't like that Washington start. He might be able to find somebody. Well, he's, he's got he's got
0: Peterson. You better the bench. put ABO. Oh, Pat, he's got
1: he's got Brian Hill. Oh, Brian Hill! Oh, well, so he'll be starting. So have Brian Hill in there. Cooper Crowder. I like his squad, and he has Cook at flex. I don't know. Bum Juice might be making a run for himself, but make sure he ain't you get making that. a run nowhere. <laughs> He's making
0: a run to seventeenth place in this league. You know,
1: make sure you get that win for me, though. Beat up, beat up, little heart, Rob Hart for me. Bum Juice, a and we'll trying see to, what trying happens. To keep
0: him off your tails, there. I have a lot of good matchups
1: for the opponents I need to lose, so we'll see what happens.
0: Actually, man, you know what I, I get excited talking about this league. It's it shaped up pretty well. Uh, uh, I wish I was in your division though, so I could actually be fighting for a playoff spot, man. Because I need a miracle, but I I won't I won't let it go. And and uh, you know what? I just hope I get one more. Give me one more week to to get you know to like keep. to hold
1: to hold on to the hope. You yes. want to make sure that you still have hope.
0: Yeah. And Kerry's team is good. She, she, she is. you know she could beat uh Team Big Heart, and he's got a lot of bad matchups. Watson going against Baltimore, White going against Philly, Freeman going against Minnesota, uh, and his wide receivers. They're gonna eat. He's got a powerhouse wide receivers michael thomas and uh mike evans that's those two right there he's he's going with Jared everett one of my uh for this week patriots d his team is tough man um but he got caught slipping last week and i'm just got to hope for it to happen again i got a book to win i know marquette is trying to beat me to stay alive with his playoff hopes because again he's only two games out in that division as well
1: so um carrie you better put shark in that starting lineup girl you got shark. You got shark in there, and I well, you got Christian Kirk. I don't know. That's tough. I don't know. I try. I put Gurley in that in that RB two spot. Get Samuel out of there and put Shark in the game. But you might you might not have to look at your stuff yet you to set it up. Kerry, but we'll see what happens. Kerry, tell
0: Kevin you're six and four, and he's five and five. And you know what you and you know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. Though no, I'm only playing, but that hey, you know, I look at some some people don't set their rosters until, until the, Sunday, right, which is right, weird, right. by the way, and that's probably why you're on the bottom. But not saying Kerry is. But uh, yeah. I mean, we just try to keep it uh, relevant with this. You know, we still got the strong teams. Dunny, Money, Fly, equals Fly, doing their thing. Uh, shout out to Patty, Walter Abrams, pick. He's still six and four. Kerry's doing great. You're, you, Little Hart, and AJ, all right in the mix. It's going to be a big week, big week for the first pick pod. Listen I have the to ultimate
1: advantage with points, though. That's yes, the, that's what I, I have that all to lean on. If everything falls apart, I really love my team. No, even even with the weakness of having to start Auden Tate with, with T.Y. Hilton down and hopefully with Darius Slayton back, he'll be my starter moving forward. I don't know. I'm happy with, it, with, with the way it's going. We'll see. Can't wait to see how it ends.
0: Okay. Right now, we're going to end it with two things. Who gets in the playoffs in your division right now? Tell me who makes it in.
1: All right, let me look. I have to go back to hit the standings, and I'm coming up to it. Who makes the playoffs? I like Kerry's team. I have a hard time going to Ken's Kerry's team. Let me look at Walter Abrams. Oh, boy. Oh, I am going to say that all, Abrams won't make it, and I'm going to say that Little Heart does make it based off of the team that I'm looking at, and then let's see what Andrew is working with. Oh, man. I say it's going to be me carrying Little Hart. Okay.
0: Um, I'm I'm going to stick. I, I think Little Hart finds his way to make it in there. His team is very good. Someone is going to fall from U3. Uh, I can't I can't call who it's going to be. Uh, like you said, it, it's going to be Walter Abrams' pick. I don't know, but I think with Little Hart's team, I think he finds a way to squeak it in there. Yeah. Um, Mine is real simple. I don't, I don't think I make it because I need a lot to happen. I'm still going to try. It's very simple. One, uh, two more questions. Does Dunny Money run the table?
1: Hold on, I, I need, I, I need to see Dunny when, Money. Lem- he is ten and zero
0: right now. I will tell you the rest of his schedule. He plays Walter Abram pick this week. Then the two big divisional matchups ends with Team Big
1: Heart. And the last game of the season, fly, Eagles, fly. And the answer is, I don't know. They all have really good teams. That's why one is seven and three, one's eight and two, one is ten and oh. So it's going to be fun to watch. I actually look forward to watching that now. I'm yeah. like, uh, it's going to be like watching TV. And I do enjoy when people because some people will uh, DM us in, uh, in Instagram or like Rich or a few people will reach out for that. And when they reach out for those things, I always watch with those people in mind. I'm like, ooh, what's going to happen here when they look for Because I always try to ask them like, what was your choice? What did you go with? I'll text them and then i'll watch with their interest in mind so i always have fun doing that but i don't know we'll, we'll see what happens with dunny money he put together a really good team here man eckler is his rb2 he does have a weak week here at tight end though and, and he has some tough matchups there's a lot of red that i see on his team here aaron jones is on the bench at this point in time um, but his team has continued to show up and i don't see why it won't now last
0: question speaking of last question Who ends in dead last place in this league? Who
1: ends in dead last place? in this league. It's going to go by, I don't know, a lot of people that were having troubles before because most of the troubles that came to most of these leagues are, are were due to injury. But um, I don't know. It started out with Josiah and Zeke and Destroy. I think he might end that way.
0: Okay. okay.
1: <laughs> I'm looking at his team. He has Austin Hooper still in the lineup, Chris Carson on a bye. He doesn't have a lot of well, he does have Kareem Hunt to fill in, but I don't like his fill-ins. I think he, he winds up sputtering out to end the year.
0: Okay, I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Let's Eat Jensen. I know the guy. Uh, he, con- he probably checked out already. And um, I look at his lineup. It's, it's brutal. He's starting Ryan Fitzmagic or Fitztragic in there. So uh, I think that's the way it ends. I think it ends bad for him. And that's the way the podcast ends. Fantasy Frenzy, week 11 in the books. Um, you're listening to the First Pick Pod. I'm your boy Vinny Goombach. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, at V-I-N-N-Y-G-O-O-M-B-O-T-S. If you want to find the podcast on social media, we're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at the first pick pod. Please check us out. Big Kev. Tell them where they can find you. Tell them where they can listen and close it out.
1: At BiggestBoss76 on Twitter and Instagram. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Podcast Addict, Apple iTunes, and Google Music. Please rate, review, and share. We know some of you do. It is greatly appreciated. We're going to continue working and grinding at this and hopefully getting better. Hopefully getting better for you guys. Hopefully we hook you enough to the point where you want to tell a friend and tell a friend. And maybe we can spread this thing by mouth. That would be the best way. Uh, We appreciate you. Hopefully, we gave you a little bit of information that helps you guys out. Hopefully, it didn't help you enough to beat me this week if I'm playing against you. But hope you have a good week. Hope you get W's in your fantasy leagues. See you next week.